Good afternoon or good evening. Today is Wednesday, March 24th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodeman. And I'm Tara Bulger. We come to you three times a week and bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we're going to be talking about a passage from the prophet Ezekiel. But before we get into the discussion of that, let us calm our hearts and minds with a prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, we ask for your wisdom to guide us for your words to be planted deep in our souls that we may be transformed and for the courage to go out loving and serving only you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our scripture is Ezekiel 37 verses 1 through 14. Listen for a word from God. The hand of the Lord came upon me. He brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me all around them. There were many lying in the valley, and they were very dry. He said to me, Mortal, can these bones live? I answered, O Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones, and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. I will lay sinews on you and will cause flesh to come upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you. And you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I had been commanded. And as I prophesied, suddenly there was a noise, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. I looked and there were sinews on them and flesh had come upon them and skin had covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, mortal, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood on their feet, a vast multitude. Then he said to me, Mortal, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say, Our bones are dried up, and our hope is lost. We are cut off completely. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from the graves, O my people. And I will bring you back to the land of Israel, and you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people. I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live, and I will place you on your own soil. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and will act, says the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Brett, in this passage, God asks, Mortal, can these dry bones live? How can we answer in the affirmative when all around us feels like a desert? You know, this is one of my favorite scriptures. It is absolutely mine. Yeah, it's, 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 it's incredible. But, I mean, it is when God asks, you know, can there be life again when all around seems death? Can uh, there be resurrection when all you see is death? Can there be hope when all around you 
people are broken, which kind of feels like where we're at in the yeah. world right now, uh, it's really hard and almost impossible to answer into the affirmative. And, you know, Tara, as, as a pastor, uh, this is what we're called to do, is to is to preach the word of resurrection, and not just as pastors, but as followers of, of Jesus Christ, and is to preach resurrection and hope and new life to people. And so how we do that, I think for me, uh, is, is what's described in this passage, that it's the Lord's words that we're speaking, that it's God who's putting the bones back together. It's God who's raising out of graves. Uh, and so it takes a continual reminder to myself, from my colleagues and to my colleagues and from my brothers and sisters and siblings to my brothers and sisters and siblings, that it's God doing the raising, that it's God putting the breath in and we're just speaking the words. You know what I love about this is that God says to Ezekiel, can these bones live? And he says, oh, Lord God, you know. Mm. I don't know that we have to know where the new life is, but I do think we have to know who God is. Hmm. And God is a God who loves, directs, and resurrects. And so it's interesting because I almost think it's impossible for a human to see signs of resurrection when they're in the valley. I just think it's too hard. And I don't know that that's an expectation I have for people. I also think that this passage, I mean, this this passage is an awesome ghost story, right? Yeah. And I love it because new life is scary. Hmm. It is. It's frightening. Doing the same things over and over again in the same way um, is comforting. I know what that's like, even when it's bad. But to see the Lord God raise up the whole house of Israel, it's frightening. But it is also resurrection, which is, you're right, always the work of the Lord. Um, So, yeah, I just love this. And sometimes I, you know, when I doubt, that phrase comes to mind, oh, Lord God, you know. Um, It's funny. I have very little patience for people who talk about the decline of the church because, A, if it declines, then it would have been God's will, and they'll just get out of the way anyway. Mm -hmm. But we believe in a God who resurrects. So why even meditate on the death? I don't know. And I mean, that's a a really important... uh, because sometimes because we are resurrection people because we believe in resurrection sometimes we need to let things die mm-hmm. um, sometimes we and we're need, terrible at and it. we're terrible at it especially Presbyterians to to let something to let a tradition you know I'm no I don't want to knock traditions I think that there's great weight and importance and and value in our uh, spiritual lives and in our worship but sometimes there is there's a point where we ask the question, is this bringing new life or is this just a valley of dry bones? Um, and so it is a, and then you come to God and you ask God that question. Um, but I, I think that's really poignant what you said and that, you know, we will stick in a terrible situation doing it over and over again because it's familiar and it's, and that's good enough as long as it, feels familiar, I'm, I can control that and I, I'm fine with that. You know, it's funny because I do think that to let things die is to also believe that something new will come out yes. of that. And so I was thinking about um, our church in particular, you know, if you had told them 
10 years ago, you will have a female pastor who doesn't preach from the pulpit, who stands out front. I, I bet there are a lot of people who would not have gone for that. Do yeah. you know what I mean? That's yeah. what the pulpit is for. But here we are. I think they recognize that for some reason that works for me when I proclaim the word. Um, and so it would have been too hard to say goodbye. But again, there is something new that is happening that seems to bring a little life into what we are doing. Um, that being said, I might have to go back at any time because I can't remember anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and now, you know, several of, I, I would I would presume, some, some of those people that would have said, you know, we don't want that, <laughs> we yeah. would rather in the pulpit now say words of, like, we can't imagine it in, any, any other, other way. way. Um, because uh, the fruitfulness of God, the word of God comes in a in many creative ways, uh, in many unexpected ways that draw us towards God. I do think this passage from Ezekiel reminds us, not just ministers, but as faithful Christians who know who God is, we should always prophesy to the resurrection. Yeah. Um, And I don't mean that in terms of like explaining it. Um, You know, one of the things I love about being a minister is that in times of heavy grief for people, I tend to be the one person in the room who can remember the good news. Uh, I actually think all Christians are supposed to be that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able to say, this is truly terrible, and I don't know how it's going to happen, but I know that God resurrects, and I'm going to sit here with you until we can see it. And, and you know, part of that prophesying is often sharing where prophesying is, you know, speaking the truth. Where have you seen resurrection in your life? You know, mm-hmm. as you said, you don't have to explain it. Just tell them what you know to be true. Yes. <laughs> and, that, and, and all that you know to be true is what you've experienced. And yeah. so uh, just share your experience of how you've seen God resurrect in your life. Yes. Our quote today comes from George Bernard Shaw. And he says, life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. Hmm. Friends, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you will come back on Friday. Share this podcast with your friends if you get a chance. Now, may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.